Hello and welcome back to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. I'm your host, Beatrice Vargas, and today we are doing a quick training on three ways to overcome insecurity. Three ways to overcome insecurity. Uh, let's jump right in. Welcome to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. My name is Beatrice Vargas, and my mission is to improve the quality of marriages by helping us learn to be fueled with grace. Are you sitting in a marriage that feels empty? Are you struggling to reignite the passion and love you once shared with your husband? Are you at a crossroads of leaving and repair, but you're constantly reminded of your promise to God to stay true? Or maybe things haven't even gotten that bad yet. Maybe you don't argue that often, but since you barely connect anymore, you've started to give up hope of ever being happily married again. You might have contemplated or even fantasized about what it would be like to leave. Maybe you're telling yourself that you're just sticking it out for the kids. If this is you, I've been there. My story is your story. I want to help you heal and reignite your marriage while still believing in the promise God gave you. I want you to stay with me, learn from me, internalize the grace, guidance, and interviews so that you can become the Gracefield Wife. You can learn more and connect with me directly on Instagram at the Gracefield Wife. Now let's dig in to today's show. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about overcoming insecurity. And that's because I had just done a few weeks ago, I did an episode about three ways that over insecurity is hurting your marriage. And I touched on briefly how to overcome that. And I didn't really go into it uh, very deeply about how to overcome the insecurities. And then if you listened to last week's or the earlier this week, the episode about uh, the live coaching where the wife really, the basis of her issue was feeling insecure about her husband, about the marriage, about what's he going to think and say and do. And um, if I initiate with him, she was just really feeling all types of insecurities. And this is, again, something that has come up again and again and again. So here it is, three ways to overcome your insecurities. Number one, number one, we talked about this in the last episode about signs and how is it hurting your marriage. But number one is understanding who you are as a child of God. When you really get into this idea of your identity in Christ and how much God loves you and who you are as a daughter of the King Most High, which makes you royalty, sister. Like once you really grasp all of these things, it not to say that that will just make all your insecurities disappear. That's ridiculous. It's that's actually not true. I have a pretty good grasp of who I am and and my power in my God, but there's still plenty of things that I can be insecure about at times. But I think because of that, it has helped me along the way. Because of that, when I am feeling in a place of, you know, really just feeling like I'm not good enough, smart enough, you know, enough of whatever, um, 
understanding that really helps me to push back past it really digging into God's word and saying no God loves me he created me for a purpose the trials that I went through in the past are for this time and place right now and you know just really leaning in and discerning the voice of God all those things has been something that has really helped me so understanding your identity in Christ and whether you decide to do a study of that on your own because I think uh, it's something uh, understanding you know your identity in Christ and, and understanding who God created you to be that revelation is not something that we're going to get to in 15 minute podcast episode where I'm giving all, you all this other information that is really something that you you need to sit sit with your word, sit with God and, and, and really contemplate that. That is a, a study to be done. Um, I do go into that in the Grace Fields Marriage Method because I think it is so important. It's an entire module and we, we go into that. We talk about the truth cycle and understanding like the basis of all of our thoughts should be based in truth and are they based in truth or not because they're either based in truth or they're based in lies there's not any in between it's either yes or no and how that takes us through this cycle so if our thoughts are based in truth if the source of our thoughts are based in truth then that is going to inform our beliefs which in turn is going to inform our decisions and actions and then in turn inform our results now if our thoughts are based in lies it's going to do the same thing right in, inform our beliefs our decisions and actions and then our results and it's going to go back right back to believing that lie and that's something we really dig into quite a bit in the grace fuels marriage method but essentially rooting yourself in the truth of God's word and who you are and you know understanding what that is helps so much with that insecurity um, really that does most of the the heavy lifting for you if you will so that I always will say is the number one thing the second thing I would say is to challenge your thoughts like understand that your emotions your thoughts your emotions they are very real right but that does not make them reality it doesn't make them reality in the Bible, when uh, Jacob and Esau and Esau came in to Jacob and he gave away his birthright and he asked for stew and he was saying, I'm dying of starvation. Esau wasn't actually dying of starvation. There's there's no way he wasn't like medically. He was not dying of starvation. He may have been very hungry. Yes. Was that true? Yes. Were his emotions true and real? Yes, but that was not necessarily reality. So understand that even though our emotions, they're valid and they're true, they are not always reality. So if we do the work of challenging our thoughts, becoming really good at saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this true? Or is this a story that I'm making up? 
So in the last episode, we talked about um, me and the client. She talked about, I, you know, she said, I realized that I'm making up these stories in my head. And I've talked about this on the show. You know, Brene Brown, she gives us this language. You know, what is the story I'm making up for myself, right? What is the story I'm making up here? And in that way, that's what I mean by challenging your thoughts. Uh, is it true? Is it or is it just a story that you're making up? What is or understanding that just think that maybe just maybe there may be another truth for instance um you are with your husband and he doesn't want to be intimate and your first thought is he doesn't want to be intimate i'm not attractive anymore it's me i'm fat i'm this i'm that i've gained weight he's he's just not into me anymore or he's really i'm not his type i don't know all kinds of things i mean we've all been there right all kinds of things that maybe go through our head that have us putting all of the pressure on ourselves when in reality that might not be it at all your husband might literally just be tired or literally just be sometimes you know men maybe he's on medication right or maybe he didn't take his medication or maybe physically he's not feeling up to it or or honestly quite honestly maybe he just got out the bathroom and he's feeling all kinds of funky and he's like, mm, babe, not right now. I'm feeling really kind of gross. And you guys can attest this, right? How many times has your husband approached you and you're like, oh, please go away. I need a shower. Like I am gross. I am feeling anything but sexy right now. If it's okay for us to think that way, why is it not okay to, to think that maybe sometimes our husbands might think that way? My point is that we so often will attack ourselves so often we are unkind to ourselves as women and we will attack ourselves and just project that onto our husband and assume that that's what he might be thinking when more often than not it's that's not true right or or just assume like feel like oh you know i gained this weight i don't i don't feel comfortable in my own body and your husband is just like babe please you are looking amazing to me like i want you exactly the way you are but that's not how we feel and again our feelings are real but they are not reality so that's number two what that's what i mean by challenge your thoughts number three check your influences check your influences and what i mean by that is who do you hang out with? What do you watch? What do you allow into your eyes and ears? What do you allow into your eyes and ears? And, and is that affirming? Is that um, glorifying to God or edifying to God? Is it some, are you wasting your time? Are you surrounded by women who are also insecure or women who make you feel insecure because they are cutting and they make comments that are not okay you know um, instead of being affirming and loving and you know lifting positive and, and lifting you up whatever that looks like for you but i think the basis of it is to check your influences for instance 
Sometimes for me, I'll notice I will fall into a scroll hole. I'll pick up my phone. I'll go to post something on Instagram and lo and behold, 30 minutes passed by. Now I'm upset. I just lost 30 minutes of my life scrolling on Instagram and I feel badly about myself either because I am not in a certain place in my business or life or I don't look a certain way or whatever. And it, it doesn't happen all the time and it doesn't consume my every thought, but but it gets to me and it's every now and then. And when it happens, I have to check myself. I have to say, why do I care? Why am I even looking like, why am I on this thing that is going to make me feel anything less than uplifted and encouraged. And a lot of times I'll go on there for something that might be uplifting and encouraging and sprinkled in. There's a lot of other garbage. So I always say you have to really check your influences. Another thing for me is I am try to be pretty good about what movies or shows I allow myself to watch, even what kind of music that I listen to, because you're that you're putting that in, right? You're allowing those lyrics, those uh, visualizations, right? Those pictures on the screen, you're allowing that into your, your body and it will inform what subconsciously or consciously, it will inform your decisions later. If you don't believe me, how many times have you heard a song? It's like catchy or whatever. And you know, maybe it's the next day, a couple days later, and you are sitting there and you realize I am humming the song. Like this song is stuck in my head. And you're just like, I can't, I can't get it out. And then you sit there and you listen and you're like, wait a minute, what do the lyrics to this song say? Right. And then you're like, wait, what am I doing? Because of that, I really had to change the kind of music that I listen to. Now, anybody who is into watching movies at all, I have young children and our family is obsessed with Encanto, right? Love that movie. Oh, so good. I love the entire movie. I love really how um, it goes through just this uh, generational trauma and how it does it in such a fun way. And obviously the songs are just written so beautifully. But if you've, if you know what I'm talking about and you've heard the music, the movie, then I'm sure you have gotten the song. We don't talk about Bruno stuck in your head at some point over at any point over the past couple of weeks, because it's the number one song in the country. Now they're even playing it on the radio. And it's insane. Now, something like that doesn't actually bother me to have it stuck in my head, but there is certainly other songs that have been stuck in my head. And I'm like, oh, this is not, I don't want this stuck in my head. And what I started to do many years ago, what I started to do to combat that was I would listen to worship music because I'm like, well, if something's going to be stuck in my head, I'd rather it be worship music. I'd rather that be the lyrics that I am allowing into my space and my influence. So when I sit down and I get into a work block and the only time I don't do it, obviously, is right now when I'm recording a podcast. But otherwise, the music that I play in the background is this like lo-fi worship music, because it's if it uh, if the lyrics do get stuck in my head or, or I start to hear them and, and kind of meditate on them. If I zone out, like I know that I can feel comfortable with the, what is being said. So check your influences. That's number three. I'm going to give you a quick bonus one. I know I said I was only going to give you three, but here's four. Here's a really quick bonus one. A bonus one is to prioritize your own needs, right? So like 
and I don't mean like prioritize your self-care, but it's just the, I feel, right? I notice for myself when I'm feeling insecure about something that oftentimes it's because I haven't taken care of myself. Maybe I'm insecure about my performance on a, a project that I need to do and I haven't taken care of myself to get the sleep that I need or do the preparation that I need before I go ahead and speak or, or whatever that might be. Or, you know, I'm feeling insecure about myself because my jeans don't fit. Well, that's because I haven't been eating like I love my body and I haven't been moving and getting up and exercising lately or really just taking time to do my skincare routine, things that make me happy, but that I have not prioritized for myself. So prioritizing yourself, you know, without being all like woo woo self-care, it's just understanding that when you are in a place of, of feeling insecure, that it is okay to refill your cup because you can't pour for, from an empty cup. So, okay, really quick now to recap before we end, because this was only meant to be a, a quick episode for you, like a, a quick, uh, you know, quick training, if you will. Number one, remember your identity in Christ, like affirm that, really do a study if you have not already, really understand who you are in, in Jesus Christ, like who you are as the daughter to the king, who, you are royal, you have so much power that you have been given because you're a follower of Jesus, like there is so much of that and even, and God came to save this world because he loved them so much, even before, right? Even they, he loved us before Jesus came. So even if that is not something you've done for yourself, God loves you anyway. So really understanding and affirming that. Number two is challenging your thoughts, making sure like, what is the story I'm telling myself? Am I making this up? Like, is it really true? Like, are my uh, thoughts based in truth or are they based in lies? Because remember, that is going to inform your beliefs, then your decisions and actions and your results. So understanding what is your source. Number three is to check your influences. Check your influences. So whether that is the music you're listening to, the things that you're watching, or whether you're scrolling through social media, or even the friends that you keep. Check your influences. That will make a big difference because if you are surrounding yourself with people who love you and affirm you and people who are keeping you on the top of your game, you know, we hear all the time, we are uh, we are like the sum of our the five closest friends to us. So really checking your influences. And then the bonus one, the bonus one that I gave you was really to prioritize your own needs, right? That's that just that self-care, refilling your own cup and making sure that if you are really feeling low, perhaps it, you, it is because you've been in a space where you've been so busy and you've been pouring out to other people and you have not been pouring into your own self. So I hope that was helpful for you guys for this very quick training this week. Remember, next week, the doors will open for the Grace Fueled Marriage Method for a group coaching session. And you're going to hear all the details about it. And I am so excited for that. Can't wait to see you then. And until next week, take care. Bye-bye. Hey, love. Thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value... In today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review 
and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week.